Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I want to talk to you about intellectual empathic connection in regards to thoughts, what I term empathic Claire Poncet. The intention of this segment is to teach you about this form of soul awareness so that you can learn if you want to apply it in your own life and where it might help to enhance positive changes in your personal world and in dealing and working and understanding those around you. I hope it will inspire you to tune in more often. I'm excited to share what I know. If you were to ask me in a nutshell what empathic clairpensee is, I would actually have to confess it is mind reading. <laughs> you heard me. It's mind reading. This is the ability to share another's energy specifically so that you can experience the other's intellectual state. This helps you understand their thought process. And this can happen like the other empathic connections. It can happen on purpose or unintentionally. I actually think that most of you do this without even realizing it is what you are doing. An example of this is when you are listening to someone and you can't really understand what they are trying to say, and they're talking perhaps a bit slow or going in a roundabout fashion to get to the point. And instead of you literally asking, what's your point? You enter into their intellectual space using your empathic connection, and you figure out really quickly where they're coming from. This specific soul awareness, I'm going to tread upon lightly because of the positive influence and the not so positive influence people might use to work with it. Because empathic clairpensee is the ability to share another's intellectual space, there's a lot that can unfold here, right? You can use this skill to comprehend another person's thought process, like how did they come to what they're saying. You can use it to read their mind. And you can also use it to influence their thoughts or actions. Truly. As a point of comparison, this topic as an intellectual thought process is not really a sensory process as much as it is a mental process. Again, for me personally, I think that this is happening on levels that you're not even conscious of what you're doing because you are so soulfully connected anyway, using your soul awareness in various instances in your life. And remember me, the focus of this podcast is to really work with your soul awareness. That is not just your physical awarenesses. 
So in this, you are reading minds and not waiting for people to verbally state their intellectual thoughts. I actually think telepathy like this, mental telepathy, is the current wave of conscious evolution. And so the whole thought of be careful what you think is not only part of co-creation through the ethers or through the energetic realm before it happens in the physical, it also is aware, making you aware of how your thoughts might influence and be picked up by those around you. Just as a reminder, clairaudience is when you hear in your mind or in your thoughts or even externally um, things through the spirit realm, whether it's from a spirit or you are connecting telepathically with a friend across on the other side of the world, or if you're connecting the, via dialogue back and forth in your communication connection to loved ones that have crossed, divine, angels, higher thought forms of people that are consciously living. This is a back and forth with clairaudience, the being able to hear clearly what is not being said physically. And I, I always do that one loosely with a little bit of a gap because, you know, there's times when I walk into the room and I hear them out loud and it is they're conversing through the soul senses, not externally so that everyone will necessarily hear. But the difference with empathic clairpensee is that you are literally using this as a tool to determine and uncover the intellectual thought process that people are having. Therefore, they're not even necessarily thinking these words. You're going back through the head, thread of their communication connection to find out what it is they're trying to say, where they came up with this idea, you know, and what is going to be the end result with it. So with Claire Poncet, empathic Claire Poncet, you are going looking for your awareness, right? As opposed to opening your mind up to Claire audience, to words or hearing things. You are literally being active in going looking so that you can get the person's state of mind. Um, and the way you do that is you share their energy field. Now, never get caught up in how I say things. It is with intention, right? <laughs> Can't even talk. So do you know what I'm saying, right? Try your skill now. Isn't that funny? So I'm going to give you a great example of this. Oftentimes when my children were too young to articulate exactly what they were thinking or they didn't have the language skills to articulate what they were going through, I would use empathic clairpensee. Not always the best thing because it's always good to get the kid to recognize, honor, and name it so they could claim it with what was going on. But a lot of times I went fast. You know, I would, <laughs> I would use my psychic spidey senses, if you will, my psychic senses to tune in to get to the point so that then I could unravel or help in whatever ways. And so I was constantly reading their minds. It's also, to, you know, really good for you to know that your kids are doing the same to you. So 
maybe if you're trying to articulate something, but deeper inside, you've got this thread of frustration or this thread of disappointment, or conversely, this thread of excitement or happiness or building up that you are not articulating. Some of those kids out there, you know, that are empathic are going to be picking up the real meaning behind the words. Um, again, with clear audience, it would be if you were actually thinking them and saying them, but with empathic clair pensée, they follow the thread back to what it's about and what's behind it to get a deeper meaning and a deeper understanding and awareness. It is a form of mental telepathy. It is a mind reader skill. And um, I just want you to be aware of that. But I also want you to maybe try it with someone else that you're connecting with or as they're talking, instead of asking, how did you come to that? I want you, I want you to try, try this at home. I want you to sit there and while they're chatting, kind of go into the thread of thought and say, what made them come to that? And just go without any expectation or any kind of aversion or any fear or disbelief and go into it. And, you know, just with the open curiosity of what is the basis of what they're saying or where did they possibly get that and follow the thread. This is fascinating, especially with children, I hate to say, or loved ones like spouses or family members, because sometimes you get to the truth of the matter before they even get there, or maybe they're unconscious of the truth of the matter, but you're finding it through the thread of their thought whether they're aware of the thought process or not, right? Because we've had billions of thoughts throughout our life and swirling through that space, that energetic space, you can kind of uh, navigate down those terrains to get to the juice of something, to the meat of something, to the core of something, to the to where it all started. And so go gently and be open to hits and misses when you're accurate and you're inaccurate. So say, you know, hey, does this actually have to do with, you know, rah, 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 if you get a hit or you follow the thread using empathic clair pensée. And then you see how they respond, you know, or you can follow the thread of thought and give an appropriate response reaction to what's happening in the moment. You know, that your kid... I hate to do the kid thing, but someone might be freaking out or thrashing about and you follow the thread of like, what is this really about? You know, and you follow the thread using this empathic clair pensée and you come to the truth of it and realizing there, you know, the frustration is based on misspeaking or a, a disconnect or a misunderstanding that has to do with a friend at school or whatever it is. I'm just saying this is an active participation on your part. And the goal is to find the truth, right? And be open to what unfolds. Truly, this connection helps you to um, have a better awareness of a situation. And it's deeper listening, really, right? <laughs> it really, really is. You know, we can have whole conversations just looking in and gazing into each other's eyes using this method. We don't have to open our mouths at all, really. Um, that's another thing that you might want to try is do the gazing, the loving hold of gaze. You look, you know, face a beloved and are not so beloved and you stare at their right eye and they stare at your right eye. And you, instead of just doing the only the love connection, actually follow a thread of thought as, um, 
how do you think I feel about you? Or how do you feel about me? You can ask that on a soul level and then follow the thread and see where it leads you. Again, always these exercises that we do are exploration to get a, a deeper and um, more profound connection to yourself and to others. So you've got to take it as like a, an, a, an effort in exploration as opposed to I have to be right, this has to be exactly true. You might just get a glimmer of something, a thread, a word, or you might get a whole story that unfolds, right? And then use that like as a bouncing off place or of maybe more uh, a, a delightful or deeper conversation out loud. But it just helps you understand like, oh, this is what's happening. This is what they're going through, perhaps. But I invite you to try it and use it, right? Okay, now I'm going to get into the mind reading aspect. I don't even know if I wanted to share this bit with you, but I'm going to. And I want you to know that everything you do comes back to you tenfold, <laughs> right? You know, your karma. So you want to use this in the most positive way, in fun ways, and, and also recognize in the ways where you need to clean up your thought act, right? You need to clean up your act. So here's the deal. Kids are magnets. They can totally tune into us using empathic clairpensée. If you have a child that drives you crazy or you're irritated with or the non-easy child, they're going to read your thoughts, not just clear audience, but they're going to track those thoughts on an energetic level. And they might not read it as clearly as you're projecting it out or as clearly as your path in your thought process leads it to. And so that might influence their behavior around you. That's why it's important for you to do your therapy, finish and tidy up your messy pile of history so that you can raise and help bring about lovely enlightened beings on the planet and not add to their woes. Hopefully your parents did the same for you and that's the gift you give your children, right? So there's that component. And I'm going to put a pause before I tell you the next one. So really, truly, if you have any unfinished thoughts or unraveled thoughts that you need to work through, work on, I encourage you to think, you know, what are my forefront emotional components with these particular people that are in my life, whether they're your children or your spouse or your mate or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your whatever. And then what's the thread back? Why is that? Why am I angry at them? what's going on and follow the thread of thought back one upon the other upon another. You can do this on yourself, right? It just helps you unravel the history and to get clearer so that you can bring it to conversation and resolve it. Oh my God, isn't that a healing journey? I didn't even know I was going to go there. Somebody needed that. <laughs> So I'll use the story as an illustrative example and take the good from it and don't manipulate it into bad, right? Now, this was because we were all active participants in this um, exercise. I, my kids had sleepover friends and I said, hey, you guys want to play a psychic development game? They were all a little older. They were like, yeah, 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 sure. Because, you know, <laughs> hide the toy all went over well. So I said, okay, this one is a mind reading game and how our thoughts can influence other people. All right. 
And because we were all on board, it opens up to the connection. They had just had snacks. So there was hot chocolate around the kitchen table, napkins around the kitchen table, popcorn on it, you know, and everything. And we chose one person, I'm going to call her Mary, who volunteered actually, that she was like, okay, I'll leave the room. So Mary left the room and I said, before she left, here's the deal. When you come back in, you do whatever comes to mind, whatever. Don't worry if it's right or wrong. You just do whatever you feel like you want to do. It's our job to influence your thoughts, right? So Mary left the room and we discussed amongst ourselves, myself and the other kids, what we would have Mary do. We would decided that she would do it exactly step by step. She would come in, she would move the napkin, she'd take a sip of her hot chocolate and then ask us, what do you want me to do? I don't know what I should be doing and get kind of like, you know, these kind of questions out. So I said to the kids sitting in the kitchen, here's the deal. You can picture it in your mind. You can, um, you can say it in your mind as a directive to her exactly in the same order. But what I really want you to do is to imagine that you are linking with her and influencing her thoughts that this is what she has to do. You have to go in with your thoughts to influence her thoughts. And it's so that she's going to be reading your thoughts of like, what's this about? What do I need to do? So it's a really, you're making a link by almost, you can imagine yourself being Mary even, that you're the one coming in the room and this is exactly what you're going to do. Use all of these. So right about now, dear listener on the podcast, you're realizing, like I said, this is a component of all the different skill sets we've learned to now, but also highlighting empathic clairpensee the ability to share another's energy field so that you can and can influence their thoughts or actions, right? So we got it all figured out. Um, nobody's to say a word. We get Mary, we bring her back in. She steps into the kitchen. She looks at all of us around the table. She doesn't say a word. She walks over, she moves her napkin she takes a sip of her hot chocolate and says, I don't know what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? I don't know what I should be doing. And the kids were blown away. So <laughs> she was quite good at receiving and being influenced. And we tried some of the other kids too, who had some hits and misses. But by this time, then you have to realize that there's certain people that are highly influential or also too, now with the cat out of the bag on how this works, they might've been, you know, second guessing the first hit or whatever. And all of these things come into play. I use this as an example with the kids and with you today to show that we do go into the thought process and what we're doing is we're blending our space with their space so that we can influence their thoughts or actions. Um, and now, you know, also my hesitancy to share this whole thing with you. There's only so much, right? I think we all have walls up in our own bubble of space, but this isn't this is where you can use empathic clairpensee in a way that might seem a little, I'm going to use the word manipulative. Um, 
but but I think I said it in also clear audience. Did I also not say that in clear audience? If if someone's not hearing you, or like if your kid's not doing the dishes, or if your mate's not doing the dishes, and that's their chore, say it over and over and over and over again. Or even the example. Remember when I said about the the brother who was estranged, who was not connecting with the family, and three days in a row I said, "Call your sister, call your sister, call your sister," and he did. This is about both clairaudience used in that way and empathic clairpensee is about getting into another's mind space, headspace. <laughs> and listen, I want to be honest with you. We can do it. We, we can do it in a good, in good positive ways, which are good. Um, and what could that be? What does that sound like? You know, let's say a loved one that you have is really going through tough times. Just send the vibes. I love you. You're amazing. And it's, better to actually join their energy field to do that than it is to clairaudiently say it, making that unitive, you know, that link from hoping that they'll pick up your thoughts, you know, from a distance, which they do call me, call me, call me. And then next thing you know, your friend calls or somebody calls, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. You called, you know, it's because you made that connection on the ethernet, <laughs> if you will, on the, on the emotional and their energetic kind of highway by way of soul connection. But with empathic clairpensee, if you have someone that you're having a rough go with and you really want to make a link by sharing their energy specifically so that you can understand their intellectual state and their thought process, you can also, it goes the other way. It's so that they can help understand yours and you can start the link by intention. All of this again is with intention. But what a beautiful thing to continu continually send those messages of, um, I know I'm going through a rough spot, but I do love you. I do love you. I do love you. Or whatever your scenario is, you know? I do want you to know that in the future, I am going to be doing a podcast on trauma and how, from a psychic perspective, it can occur generationally. In particular, when kids are extremely empathic and inadvertently use empathic clairpensee to try to figure out if it's them that is causing the burdens or where or why their primary caregivers are unhappy but not expressing their unhappiness. So be sure to stay tuned because there's going to be a whole segment on not only empathic kids, raising empathic kids, but also trauma and empaths. Um, I just don't want to put everything in one, one podcast, but I do need to mention that because it is a component. Again, this whole series of the specific ways the soul can tune in with soul awareness in regards to um, psychic information or soul information of another. These are just, even though they seem detailed, they are brief introductions, which I will expand on and extrapolate further. You know, it's layers of awareness and understanding. I, I was going to organize this podcast series collection as like, okay, here's basic knowledge and then let's build up through intermediate and then advanced knowledge, but I've decided to kind of weave them all in and around each other as best I can. It's just what's coming out. Thanks for, uh, you know, holding steady with all of this.
We've covered actually quite a bit in a small amount of time. I, for one, use my empathic clairpensee when I don't really understand what someone's saying and I want to understand where they're headed or how they got to what they are expressing. I use it um, a lot, <laughs> actually, in my private life as well as in my professional life when I work with people that are working to unravel some energetic imbalances. And I'm, and I do hope that you've um, had a chance to see how you can put these, these skills into practice in your own life so that you can be empowered by this specific way of receiving soul information. As always, my work is to encourage spiritual growth and health. I hope today's time together has helped you to learn how you can take this lesson and apply it into your life. I appreciate you being a part of the segment by your wonderful ear and desire to expand your own consciousness. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. Legally Speaking this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.